From Sales Loft Podcast, it's No Nonsense Sales with your tour guide through the alphabet wilderness of sales jargon, Tom Boston. We have finally made it to the end of the alphabet of sales jargon, which sadly means the end of the season. Can you believe it? 26 episodes we've done and it's absolutely flown by. I've really enjoyed, of course, looking at all the sales cliches and terms and jargon. We started, of course, with always be closing and we've looked at all sorts. Bant, cold calling, warm calling, discos, EOQs, SQLs, DMs, ICPs. We've reached out, picked the low hanging fruit. We've had quick wins, gatekeepers, flumps and some really great guests along the way. But it's all over. This isn't a time to be glum or blue. This is going to be a finale, a celebration. Episode 26 takes us to the letter Z or Z, as my American friends would say. And in the world of sales, Z stands for zero to hero. According to a recent survey, he said in his most serious of voices, According to a recent survey, 67% of salespeople fail to hit their target. So that's just 33% of sellers who experience the magic of going from zero to hero. It's a bit like baking a cake. You never quite know how sales is going to turn out. Strap yourself in, everyone, for another classic Tom Boston sales analogy. Sometimes with sales, just like baking a cake, you're putting in all the right effort, You think you've got all the right ingredients and you've tried your absolute best to get it right. And when you finally see the results, your cake has sunken in the middle. There are lumps of flour in it. It doesn't taste very good. And now you're on a pip. But there's a magical moment in every salesperson's career. It's the moment you actually start hitting your target. And if we try to stick with the cake analogy best we can, that's the moment you finally bake yourself an absolute beauty. Your deals come out of the oven and they've perfectly risen. They look, oh, good enough to eat. And all that hard work and effort, it's really paid off. You get to have a delicious slice of commission with a cup of tea. This analogy is all over the place, but let me leave you with this. There's nothing better than that penny drop moment in sales. The moment you realise, oh, okay, wait, this is how I'm going to be successful in my role. This is how I book meetings. This is how I hit my target. This is how I succeed. So who better to invite on the season finale of No Nonsense Sales than someone who encourages sellers every day to do just that, to uncover their true value and succeed. He's one of the happiest guys in sales. He brings the energy and the fun. He also knows his stuff. My guest this week is the host of The Daily Show from Sell Better by JB Sales. He's a content creator. His energy is infectious. It's James Say What Sales Buckley. You might know him from his big personality online, but I had to start by asking him, was he always like this? And what was he actually like as a salesperson? It's a good, yeah, it's a good question. People ask me this question when I come on shows all the time. I actually was a kitchen person. I was 15 years in the restaurant world. So I worked in the back of the house and then I transitioned into door-to-door sales. And this was a mixture of both residential and B2B. So, um, 
at one at one side of the spectrum, I was residential and I did things like work in pest control. And I was the only one of my kind in the whole organization that was B2B residential. So I'm walking around neighborhoods that have signs that say no soliciting and I'm knocking on doors soliciting, right? But the pitch was not a solicitation. The pitch was actually a give. This made it really easy for almost anyone but me. I am, you might not be able to tell now, but I'm 6'2" nearly 300 pounds, right? If I knock on your door at 10 a.m. and you are an 125-pound, 97-year-old woman whose husband passed away last year, the chances of you letting me through the threshold or even opening the door are very small. So I had to learn a lot in the B2B door-to-door and the residential door-to-door space about body language and the way that I smile and my impact of energy and what I give off before I even start selling. That was my intro, my foray into sales, so to speak. I did this for a couple of years and it was a lot of fun. I got to travel a lot and meet really interesting people. And you never know what's going to happen when that door swings open at someone's home. I can assure you of that. <laughs> well, it sounds like you you learned sales the hard way. I don't know if there's a harder sell. The fun way. The, the fun way, yeah. The yeah. the door-to-door I got selling. attacked by some dogs, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, running running up the street. But did you find then that those those changes that you made? Because I'm really interested in what you talked about there, which was the kind of the energy that you gave off and that first impression and um, mm. making those tweaks and those changes that helped you have better conversations then, right? Absolutely. Uh, In the same way that when we make a cold call or go to an event and approach somebody that we don't know, the energy that we give off has to be something approachable and inviting, and there has to be a disarming quality about it. There's this viral video that goes around about this guy that sells like brass cleaner and metal cleaner, and it's like a universal cleaner. And he just makes all these jokes at the door. People are like, man, this guy's a great salesman, you know, and he just keeps throwing these jokes and people keep laughing at the door. It's a very similar experience when you're cold calling, uh, even when you're sending email with video now, like how creative can you be? Can you be funny? You talk about humor a lot, buddy. Like these disarming qualities are what set aside the top performing sales reps of an industry and the average sales reps that come in, read a script, no passion behind it. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I'm on to the next one. Let's play the numbers game. This is a thing of the past. I believe this is fading away. Those behaviors I had to pick up on transferred really well into the SaaS B2B space when I started doing inside sales, not door-to-door, right? Uh, because my, I like to say that people can hear me smile on the phone when I call them. They're like, this is a fun conversation is how a lot of people say when they end the call. Hey, this has been fun. Thank you. You're getting thanked for a cold call. Like who, who gets that? You know what I mean? This, this is our goal as salespeople in the modern age. It's so great. It's so great to hear you speak about that because I think that like disarming kind of sounds like a a sales tactic, but, but actually no, it's just breaking down that gap, that barrier of, you know, I'm the, I'm the big bad salesperson and I'm trying to take all your money. Whereas actually, you know, we just want to have a conversation, you know, because that's the hardest part, right? Just getting someone talking and then building that trust. So no, that's, that's so great to hear. Tom, I have to tell people I'm not going to convince them to buy something. I have to tell them that you have to verbally say, I don't want to have to convince you if I'm, if I have to do that, it's, I'm not doing a good job. <laughs> I used to use a similar tactic back in the day when I sold utilities, right? So that was where I cut my teeth on, on sales. 
And I'd call people up trying to sell them gas and electricity. And they would say, you're just trying to sell something to me. And I would disarm by saying, well, I'd be a pretty good salesperson if I sold you on this call right here, right now, you know, and that would often raise a smile because, well, yeah, that's a good point. You know, I'm not going to be getting my, my, my card or my wallet. We're not doing a sale. We're having a conversation. Now, um, one, one thing that you say on your LinkedIn profile is that you want to show salespeople uh, their true worth. I'd love to hear more about that and and what you mean by show them their true worth. Yeah. So there's a phrase you've probably heard in your travels and your experience. And I think people say it often. I'm just an AE. I'm just a salesperson. I'm just an SDR. I hear this a lot. I don't think that salespeople realize they're the asset to the company. It's not the other way around. The company is paying you because you're valuable. You do something that gets people to purchase a product or a service without you as a salesperson, new revenue that creates growth within a company does not happen. Many salespeople believe some organizations are doing them a favor by giving them a job, a paycheck, and allowing them to contact their customers. Negative. No, this is not true. If you're out there right now in the job market, know this. You are interviewing the organizations for your fit just as they are interviewing you for a fit for their organization. I want salespeople everywhere in the world to know their true value when it comes to what they do, why they do it, and how an organization grows as a result of them doing it on a daily basis well. Most salespeople, they believe that I'm just a salesperson. That's like something that is said frequently. No, you are the crux of all things growth at your organization. You are the salesperson. Like people should be saying, how can we support you throughout your entire organization? Because you're the reason that the company grows. I don't think enough salespeople realize this. Yeah, I, I certainly didn't have that attitude when I started. I, no, very, I. I, very, I very much felt, yeah, I'm the bottom of the ladder, right? I'm just, I'm just, as yeah, you said. To tell people I was at the bottom of the totem pole, I'm just an SDR, man. <laughs> was having that mindset of like, well, actually, yeah, I'm the, I'm the beating heart of the organization. Yeah. Like that's, that's so great. So yeah, thanks for talking us through that. And it ties really, really nicely into the topic of, of today, which yeah. is of course this phrase, zero to hero. One of the worst things about sales, your targets get reset. You often feel like you're going back to zero all the time. Um, But of course, going from zero to hero is about changing that negative mindset into a positive outcome and improve your fortune. Now, how, how can reps do that? How can they change their fortune and their mindset? So a lot of you, a lot of folks that tune into your show have probably heard my story. I come from a, a background of addiction and struggle. Um, lots of things in my in my rearview mirror now that I had to overcome in order to become a sales professional and eventually become the host of the Sell Better Daily Sales Show at JB Sales. So that transition happened because I was able to envision a rearview mirror in my life and consistently place things in it that I thought needed to be there. I can always turn around and grab something and bring it back to me. But in the most times I could let something go by just placing it in my rearview mirror and moving forward through the windshield, look through the windshield. Eventually that thing in my rearview will get so small. I won't be able to see it anymore. It'll be too far back behind. Right. And I just envisioned everything that was negative in my life in this way. And I stayed that course. I also started, and I I give this metaphor a lot to salespeople 
especially young salespeople or new salespeople, but veteran sales reps should hear this too, because this concept changed my life. It was something I thought of on a whim and over time it developed to be like, you know, this really makes a lot of sense. I ride a fence in my life. And on one side of my fence, there's all these people that are where they want to be where I am, where I am right now. So I'm always reaching down to help them get on the fence. And on the other side of my fence, there's all these people that are where I want to be. And I'm always reaching up so they can help me to get on their fence. And if I just keep riding those fences, I will always be winning. And this mentality, this strategy has led me to take steps and have conversations and meet people like John Barrows and Morgan J. Ingram and all the other people I work with that you see me interview every day. And all those people have done is help me to grow and become a better salesperson and become a better human. And this has changed me from this zero in my rearview mirror to this, I don't know that I label myself as a hero, but lots of other people do. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm fine being somebody else's hero if I'm helping you get on the fence right? You'll, you'll eventually grow past me and find another hero, man. That's, I got lots of heroes. Like, you know, like this is a way of life. And I feel like salespeople everywhere that start at the bottom and veterans that have been in the space for a while, start meshing together, start getting on the fences together. And I think you'll find that not only do you learn from each other, but you grow together. And isn't that what we all want out of life? Well, what an amazing message for the final episode of uh, of this podcast. You've got me fired up there because I think that like salespeople fundamentally should be good at helping, right? That's all we're doing for our prospects and our customers. And again, and I've learned this in the past few years, working together and helping others, as you said, is how you, how you progress. Um, when I first started in sales, I was very much focused on myself and my targets because I thought, well, that's, you know, I'm a salesperson. I'm just, I'm just on my own journey. Um, but then as I've grown in my career, actually, yeah, we're all, we are all in the same boat. We've had analogies here. We've had, we've had cars, rear view mirrors, fences, boats, and, fences. and boats. We've got, we've got all sorts <laughs> going on, um, but I, I'm here for it and absolutely love it. So thanks so much for, for sharing that message with us. I, I, I do think that's a great way to end, end the show. Um, but regular listeners will know that of course we we give great sales advice and we we help people get motivated but you know sadly for a lot of the listeners i also sing a song at the end of of the show which i get people to bring in and um, james you want to talk us through the song that you've that you brought in and why you why you chose it i chose you get what you give by the new radicals and uh i think that this song embodies everything about what sales is supposed to be even the title you get what you give that's great. Yeah, what you put in. And it's also just an absolute banger of a right. of a, of a great. tune. Great. Um, so, yeah, I will cover it, but we will have it on the Spotify playlist if people want to hear it sung in tune. But my version is, is coming up. But thanks so much for, for closing off season one of, of No Nonsense Sales and, and keep doing what you're doing because uh, I, think, I think you're a hero. I'll say it on the show. I think you're a hero. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate the love. Thank you, thank you so much, so kind. Please do take a seat, really excited about this finale performance. And what a great message in this song. You only get what you give. I think salespeople should take a lot from that today. Please enjoy this.
One dance left, this world is gonna pull through. Don't give up, you've got a reason to live. Can't forget, we only get what we give. Well, that was my 26th a cappella performance of a pop song on No Nonsense Sales. That particular part of the show, I always say it's a bit like Marmite. Some people don't like it. Some people really don't like it. But if you'd like to hear the track sang in full and in tune, then head over to the No Nonsense Sales Spotify playlist, which is available now. That song and all the songs featured in season one are in a lovely playlist for you to listen to. And I'll tell you what, while you're there, why not subscribe to this very podcast on Spotify or on your favourite podcast player? Because yes, it's the end of season one, but I'll tell you what, we might just be back. Make sure you follow Sales Loft on LinkedIn. We'd love to be your friend. But in the meantime, the best place for no-nonsense sales podcasts is, of course, salesloft.com slash podcast.